Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world, where you are, whatever it is you're doing. Um, today I just want to talk about the Holy Spirit, praying in the Spirit, prayer in general, really. I have been musing and reflecting on prayer and the fact that I need to pray more because I have seen that prayer has been very productive and useful in my life and that even for situations where, you know, things seemed to lag, you know, as in very tough situations, I have, they have, I have benefited from prayer in that prayer has helped me manage some of them prayer has helped me go through them prayer has actually helped me deal with them prayer has helped me drive certain things away so prayer has been really productive in my life and you know i recently in i think the last two musings i was reflecting on the fact that i don't seem to pray as much as i should bearing in mind how powerful i have seen that prayer is in my life and I sort of made a commitment to myself that I was going to change that and try to have build a prayer schedule um, that I can, you know, that will keep me focused on just knowing that every day I must give some time to prayer consciously, not just spontaneously, which is what I've been used to doing, but just having sort of like a prayer schedule, just like I schedule my work and other things. And, you know, because yes, I, I do schedule my work, even though sometimes I. I do, I work on things spontaneously, sometimes by inspiration, sometimes by passion, but many times I have to have a schedule, otherwise I, there are many things I will not do. The schedule forces me, compels me to do both that which I would rather not be doing and that which I love, I'm looking forward to doing. So I think that's the way I need to address prayer because I've always treated it like something I should only do when I'm, when I feel like I'm in, the, in quotes, the mood. But I realized that, you know, nobody does the, 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 anything that is of value. We don't do it only when we're in the mood. We do it because we see value in it. There's a time value of doing it. It's important that we do it. We are committed to doing it. And we know that it's going to be helpful. Even food. If you're somebody that eats just when you feel like it, you will have very unhealthy eating habits. So you either end up eating the only things that you like, which is what, of course, people like me used to do before our health you know after many years now decided that we couldn't you know started regulating our my body when i refused to regulate myself you know so it's either you end up eating the wrong things or you end up not eating at all so either way it's either from eating too much eating too little eating at the wrong times or eating the wrong thing at the wrong times or you know and all that sort of thing so it's either a timing issue it's either a diet issue it's either an abstinence issue it's either a discipline issue or a lack of discipline issue or abstinence or whatever so um yeah so that's i guess my reflection and i think it's the holy spirit leading me to that and i just want so i think too i have also found that and again a lot of i think a lot of the experiences that i have i always say that i'm a spoiled child of god and i think i'm really spoiled i'm quite spoiled so because I am spoiled. I tend not to want to exert myself more than is necessary because I think, well, God, you know now, you know how me and you are, and I think you should be able to deal with that. So I never really want to like 
exert myself spiritually on things you know except if it's really 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 bad otherwise i'll just like say it's short prayer you know i'll just keep it moving and believe that god will pick up the flag on my behalf and then you know somehow most of the time he does you know which doesn't really help my habits and then so the few times when it feels like he's not picking up the flag i get really upset with him and and i'm like i mean when did all this start it's not how we do you're supposed to have picked this up you know and you know i can't do this myself and all that so i am just beginning to learn and i think in the last few years the lord realized that okay you know what it's time that you know we have to give this girl some tough love and um, it's time she grew up and she you know begins to know how the world is and you know this whole contention between good and evil and she needs to take more responsibility for you know her life as a christian and so he in my this is just my own view i may be wrong i think he allowed me to go through certain things because he knew that i would learn patience and faith through it and it would make me a more disciplined believer both for myself and for him and because he also knew that it wasn't in my long-term interest for me to continue going through the world being so ignorant of you know the kind of battle that we are faced with like the battle against good and evil and the nature of the world that i'm in and the role that i'm supposed to play as a believer so i've been on that journey with the lord so i i think if i'm looking at my prayer life i think i spend more time talking to god in my understanding which really helps i mean it really does help me it helps me i talk to god you know i talk to god just like the way i'm talking to you right now and so he's you know there's no thrills no frills i don't you know i just find it's easier for me let's put it that way and it works for me so i i'm not i don't do that oh father when yeah you know i don't i don't do all that but sometimes when i'm in a praise mood you know then i worship him as sorry for that i worship him as you know the almighty god and you know when that spirit of praise and inspiration comes on me then i do that you know and um but that doesn't happen all the time otherwise we just have our normal conversations because and i think this is the thing because and i think people who are related to people who have who are royal and very prominent people like if you're the son of a monarch or a king you understand this whereby the king is your father so there are times you have father and son conversations with him but he's still a king and you know there are times you will bow in his presence there are times you will you know you have to still reverence that position because he holds a very very important i mean yeah he is the king so there are times that i you know i just reverence god i worship him as the most high and you know in those moments i'm not looking at him as father i am appreciating him for just his awesomeness as the creator god as the almighty god and all that you know but that that's not how i relate with him every day i must confess i'm not saying it's right i'm just describing what it is and so there are times i do that sometimes i'm all like my goodness you know (laughs) and those times i actually just forget that i'm dealing with a god that is my father i'm just like oh wow you're so wonderful you're so awesome you're so glorious you're so marvelous you're so great you're so mighty who can stand before you you are the beginning you are the end you know you rule with the power of your hand anything that is in the depth of your hand you can keep your breath of your nostrils is greater than the breath of the mighty mountains nobody can stand in your way the clouds are you know just underneath your feet the waves of the earth are, are, are but a pint of water in your hands you know and i just worship him 
thank you holy spirit you know and at that point i'm not looking at him as my father i'm just thinking at him as awesome god marvelous god mighty god great god glorious god beginning and the end the monarch of the universe the bright and the morning star the one in whose hand there is power there is might nobody can withstand him the god that determined the bounds and the habitations of men the god that is greater than everything that was ever created the god that was before all things and after him shall be the god that has the mysteries of the universe in the heart of his the palm of his hand the god that knows the secrets of the galaxies in his mind the god who has the thoughts of every man every woman every boy every girl every child carried in the palm of his hands the god that knows the beginning and the end that knows the flowers in the valley that sees the seeds in the graveyard that sees the mountains over the valleys the clouds the alps that sees the desert sands as well as the snowflakes on the peaks of the alps he sees it all all of creation the flora the fauna the oceans the seas the valleys the trees the herbs the grasses the birds the bees the oceans the sands the rocks the mountains he sees it all the springs the valleys the warmth the heat the cold he sees it all he smells it all he tastes it all he's the monarch of the universe so at those times i am worshiping him I am worshiping his, his awesomeness and I bless you Father for being all that you are to us in creation the breath of life the reason for which we live the one who sets us to sleep the one who wakes us up who gives us oxygen who releases carbon dioxide who grows the trees the plants who provides seed to the sower who causes the trees to grow to yield fruits that apples become apples that pears become pears he gives us mightily food to eat herbs animals things that grow that reproduce that multiply that beautify that glorify that exalt that enrich that heal that soothe that calm that build you are the one that brought it all to life and just so as you begin all things so you shall also end all things in you we live and we breathe and we have our being we worship you because you are the most high god i bless you today because you are the keeper of life you are the keeper of my heart the keeper of my soul the keeper of everything that belongs to me the keeper of our nation the keeper of the lands before us the keeper of the oceans of the streams you are the one that holds back the waters from the land we live because you live we live because you love us we live because you protect us we live because you defend us we live because you love us we live because you care we live because you sent your son to die for us we live because he's seated at your right hand we live because he intercedes for us we live because you sent your spirit here you live because he speaks to us he teaches us he guides us he leads us he loves us he protects us he holds us he nurtures us he covers us he protects us he shields us we live because you live we live because you love we live because you are we live because you care thank you father we worship you in the name of jesus bless you holy one i lift up my hands in worship to your name take it because you are glorious you are mighty you are awesome in your hand there is power and might no one can stand before you you are the awesome god the great and mighty god i bless you in the name of jesus so as you can see the holy spirit just took control there and <laughs> completely took over <laughs> That was not so totally unplanned, but I thank you. I thank you, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for your word. So, yes, these are one of the few moments that I do this. I don't do this every day. As you can tell on these musings, I don't do this online. I don't do this offline. And I'm beginning to feel that 
I need to do more. So particularly in like that sort of thing that just happened just now, praying in the spirit, even though you could say I was praying with my understanding, but this was by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And I just believe that I should do more about praying in the spirit because I think when I pray in my understanding, I mean, that's a given and that I should always do every day. But then I'm only praying within the limitations of what I know. And I think, every, I mean, I know, and I think all of us know that the unknowns are far more than what we know. And it would be foolhardy for me to live my prayer life and the intervention that God could potentially bring in my life to only that which I know. Because, I, I mean, I don't even know what, it's, what I'm going to do in the next two weeks or what's going to happen. There are things that are on my table, on my plate, that I honestly don't know how it's going to pan out. But I need it to pan out well. I don't even know what well means. As in, you, you know, all I just know is that I need things to work out really well. And I have in my mind what well it seems like, but I don't really know. You know, I don't, I can't even articulate it. I just, I'm like, let it just go well so that everything will work out well. Because there's so many factor X's, there's so many indeterminate options and possible futures that could happen you know so i don't want to say oh i want it this way when i don't even know what is possible or what other thing that would happen with that other outcome that i'm you know i I say i want so i just want things to go well and let everything end in praise and in joy and in peace and it's only god that can interpret that for me so i really need to have a prayer life that is focused on praying in the spirit and not just my understanding so that those unknowns can be taken care of. So I'm going to close this just by reading some of the scriptures that talk about what it means to pray in the spirit so that I can remind myself and anyone who is listening as well, we can similarly remind ourselves and be encouraged to do more of prayer in the spirit as the spirit himself leads. So I'll start off by reading from the book of romans chapter 8 verse 26 which says likewise the spirit also helps our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to but the spirit that's the spirit of god himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered so this is paul writing to the romans and describing how the holy spirit prays through us so if you have received the baptism of the holy spirit and with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you should be able to pray in the spirit, whereby the Holy Spirit just prays in an unknown tongue and in a language that you do not understand. But he's able to speak mysteries, he's able to pray ahead, he's able to pray through difficult situations, he's able to address spiritual things as well, obstacles, challenges, and just sort out things in the realm of the unseen in such a way that you and I receive the impact of that without necessarily our mind understanding what was being said. Sometimes the Holy Spirit will give us insights into what is being said, but it's not necessary. You know what I'm saying? When you take care of business, you don't really need to know all the details. So that's that. Um, Ephesians 6, 18 also says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So this is um, Paul also speaking to the church in Ephesus saying, we should pray with all manner of prayer. And, and I think this speaks to what we've more or less been reflecting on over this pod, um, this particular episode. In that I have focused on one type of prayer. And he's saying here, no, just don't do only one type of prayer. 
that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal; they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We do not wrestle with flesh and blood. This is a spiritual battle. You need to pray with all of your arsenal. This is the scripture where he talks about putting on the whole armor of God. And after putting on that entire armor, he then says we should now get into prayer. So you know the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, having our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. All of that, reading from verse twelve in Ephesians six to eighteen, and then he then says pray with all manner of prayer and supplication supplication is when you petition god you sort of like you know ask him for things and he says watching there so that's like being diligent where you continue to meditate and remind him of that which you have prayed for and the book of jude this is all new testament by the way of course praying in the spirit is a new testament thing they didn't have that ability or privilege in the old testament so jude chapter 1 verse 20 says but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost again that's him um jude also saying to us that one way in which we can build up our faith is by praying in the holy ghost and i, I think this is true because i find that in those moments when i'm just like in a very bad place you know either fear unbelief or what of all that i fear actually the word of god um arrest that more than anything when i declare you know god has not given me the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind but i do find that when you're an, and i'm anxious generally that sort of generalized anxiety where you can't really pinpoint why you're feeling at you know uneasy um praying in the holy spirit helps it helps to calm me down um i also sometimes pray the bible i mean i play audio bible that also soothes me just some of those narrative stories i don't know what it is about it but it just really calms me down um yeah so praying in the holy spirit and i think i'll stop by reading um first corinthians 14 verse 14 and 15 where paul speaking to the church in corinth was talking about prayer and he says for if i pray in an unknown tongue my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Yes, we've talked about that already. And he says, what is it then? I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. So this is Paul more or less telling us that we should do both, which is more or less what I've been talking about and I've been musing on that. We cannot have a prayer life that is just 100% praying in your understanding. He says, yes, even though your mind is unfruitful, when you are praying in the spirit, it's still important to pray in the spirit because he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks unto God and in the spirit he speaks mysteries. That's verse 2 of the same chapter. And those mysteries are important mysteries. The Holy Spirit is not going to waste his breath praying what is not important. And the fact that anytime I yield to him, he has mysteries to bring forth means that there is so much more that needs to be sorted out in the spirit that all if i was to just give my time to him the holy spirit will use that opportunity to or seize the moment to do it so i think i'm going to bring this to a wrap right now because i think we've more or less i think the essence of what um i believe god wants me to reflect on wants us to reflect on at this time we've talked about it and yeah it's 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 just giving more time for the holy spirit to do his work in our lives and so that we we spend less time struggling in the flesh and you know worrying and and anxious about things but the holy spirit sorts things out for us in that realm where calmness and, and and peace will reign supreme and influence our experiences our feelings and everything around us in our space So thank you very much for listening. I pray that this has been of a blessing to you. If it has, I would encourage that you share it with others that you think will be blessed as well. And I pray that the Lord will 
perform his work in our lives and that he will bring us to that place of unity of faith and love with him in righteousness and to the glory of his name and that his purpose for our lives will be fulfilled now and forever in jesus name